Blog Talk Radio. Egypt and uh, 
democracy and freedom are um, going to become uh, normal there. It's going to take a little while for them, but um, I just hope that the peace continues there, and um, you know, hope hope reigns for them, just like it uh, keeps doing here for us. So I saw people in the chat room saying uh, they were glad about what was going on in Egypt. And as usual, I never, you know, ceases to amaze all of you. And I have some wonderful guests. Tonight I have uh, Kevin Beard. I'm going to bring him on in just a moment. He's a phenomenal psychic medium. And if you haven't been to his website yet, you need to check out uh, his website at templeofgaia.com. And um, wonderful. He's on you. He's got YouTube and Facebook and uh, it's all over the place. I'm going to bring him on in just a moment. Some wonderful videos about him, too. So it's just going to totally amaze you, and he's going to be with us tonight for the full two hours. Find him on the switchboard here because we've got so many people in calling in already. Hello, Kevin. Welcome. Hello, Michael. How are you? Doing wonderful now that we have you on the show. Yep, it's a blessing. So we tell everyone a little bit more about yourself. Well, I've pretty much been gifted and cursed, I guess, two-edged sword with um, the ability to uh, to see things and to know things and just happen to mention things that just have to happen to be going on in people's heads where I, you know, like where I'm at, whether I'm in a group of people, a single individual or whatever. And it used to be really tough for me as a child growing up because I could uh, mention things just off the top of my head um, about, you know, like um, sensitive or adult matter kind of things, just, you know, like politics, that kind of thing between, like, two, like, rival individuals or something that I could end up um, causing uh, frustrations or whatever. And I was just talking about the subject matter that would come into my head and it just made things really awkward for my parents through my entire childhood. I went to be analyzed by psychologists so I could fix or they could fix whatever it is that was going on. But um, here I am today, and I, you know, I shut it down when I was about 13 when puberty hit and just started doing the high school thing and then went into the military for a little while Um and then went and got married and did all that kind of thing. But just to touch real quick on the military situation, you guys are familiar with the men who stare at, stared at goats movie. I was one of the people um, that 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 was like written or based on a true story. I was in that story. I wasn't in the movie, but I um, I knew the guy who killed himself. I had not heard that he had killed himself. Um, I just heard that um, he was having some uh, complications and that my uh, commanding officer asked me to go to the facility to get his car and to drive it to his house. And that was like the last that I had heard about it. And then the whole project on itself shut down. Um, things got, you know, went into the dark place, you know, where they have, like, the dark projects and everything and can't really touch on that too much. And then I got to a point to where um, my term in the military was up, and I went and worked as a civilian and got married 
I just was trying to act normal like everybody else, but just things kept popping up to where I would happen to be at the right place at the right time kind of thing. Um, just turned out to be uh, awkward. So I decided to shut it all down, like not be a part of that, uh, just in the rhythm, shut it all off and just went to be like a normal person. Um, and it went great for about 10 years uh, in my marriage and everything. And then one fall, I got into about five or six car accidents to where the people were hitting me, and I wasn't hitting them, and it was in a window of about um, 45 days to like two months. I got in these many uh, accidents where they hit me. The first one was a rare end collision where the people uh, ran into me and my wife in the car that I was in doing about 45 mile an hour and caused the seats to recline and it was rainy and miserable and everything, um, and just got really bad. And uh, on, like, my sixth, fifth or sixth accident, my insurance guy says, if you have another, i got to drop you. And I said, well, they're hitting me. I'm not hitting them. And he said, well, you have to be doing something wrong. And that's when the light went on for me, and I decided that someone or something is trying to get my attention, and I decided to not be... You know, I decided to just, like, turn all that off, deny it, ignore it, not be a part of it. And then I got into, like, all these car accidents, totally got the clue when my insurance guy's like, you have to be doing something wrong. So I took a week off and just, I lived out in the Appalachian. So I started to go doing a lot of hiking, getting reconnected with the universe and Mother Nature and the woods and the forest and everything, discovered Wicca at that time and really felt really grounded as a part of having that path be a part of my life and sort of like got me to where I am today. I ended up getting a divorce because my wife uh, said to me one time way in the past, I don't know who you are and I don't know that I can take the who you are now and I'm like, I'm sorry, but you know, it's like this is how I have to be. So um, I ended up being single, you know, and getting a divorce and really following my path and being a part of all of that. So um, there's more that goes along with that. But, Michael, I wanted to um, just let you come in and, and share a few things, if you want, just based on, you know, um, what you've learned, what you know, questions, that kind of stuff. I could talk for hours, really. I'm sorry. That's okay. Keep it, go right ahead. Uh, you know, fascinating story because, you know, I always like um, hearing how people have come about to use their gifts and the um, the trials that they've had to go through. And, you know, a lot of people have knew about it since they were children, you know, tried to block them, and then the universe is like, no, you have to do this. So it's always interesting hearing the different ways that universe gets people to, to realize it's like, okay, I have I can't stop this anymore. I have to go with it. Yeah, exactly. Like it can be as simple as a stone on your windshield when you're thinking about something that's very critical in your life. Or let's say you're running a scenario where you would be planning, let's say, um, a role-playing kind of thing between you and someone else that you're having a confrontation with. And then the stone hits your windshield, and that totally distracts you. It's like, whoa, that was so loud. It's like, did I get in an accident or whatever? You know how that can be really startling. Anybody who drives knows what I'm talking about. 
that's the first clue. But if you don't pay attention to that first clue, then the clues get amped up after that. Especially being someone who is psychic and gifted, many of us out there are, it's just that you're ignoring these clues that come into you, and when these accidents happen and when these little, like, whether it's a paper cut or something that's really important to you breaks, whether it's a, a famous, you know, vase or even a relationship, it's a message that you're now supposed to go in a new direction. If you try to maintain that direction that you were going on and trying to ignore the universe's plan to redirect you in a new direction, they will send another clue in that might have a little more emphasis to really educate you that you should indeed go this way. Yeah, it's, uh, I, always, I always find it interesting because I've had a few messages sent to me where it's like, uh, and what clicked in um, was when you were talking about driving in a car and a stone hitting a windshield. Yes. And I was on my way to a metaphysical church that, um, you know, I've done readings at psychic fairs and gone up and done sermons and getting messages for people. And I was on my way there one night and uh, just bought a new Jeep, driving down the road, and somebody kicked up a rock when they were flying past me in a hurry and cracked the windshield. Yeah. And they were wanting me to go ahead. It's like, oh, you you know, you need to start coming here more and more. And I'm like, you know... I can't keep coming here too much. As you know, the traffic's getting bad. You know, I already had, you know, my, I got to replace my windshield now. And it's just strange you said it because I'm not there anymore. Right. And I'm actually trying to get my own metaphysical church going. So it was like spirit was trying to warn me ahead of time. It's like, no, you're, you don't need to be doing this right now. I call that a break in critical focus. I've designed a, um, a deck, an oracle deck, which is what I call On the Horizon Oracle, where I've uh, drawn some stick figure images with horizontal type of uh, scenery that has different um, aspects of life coined into each card. And then the cards are basically images that you can really lay out in a row and they create sort of like a comic strip in a way, but it's more of like, a metaphysical story strip that you can give yourself a reading just based on, like, a question that you're having or something. You can create basically, like, a storyline with the cards themselves as well. And I've written a book about it also called On the Horizon Oracle. And it's basically a workbook that you use to, like, let's say you, you ponder a question, you write it down, and then you draw a card. Then you go to the place in the book where the card is and described, and then you take the question that you've written and write it into the workbook itself. And as you work with the cards and the workbook, you begin a diary or a journal that really becomes customized based on the clues and the images that come to you through the spirit people that are working with you trying to get you, let's say, to graduate through the soul requirements that you set up for before you were even born on the planet. We all come here with a plan before we were born to overcome challenges or to be an experience for someone else to teach them how to overcome something. So everything that you're going through 
is exactly what you're supposed to be going through. And if you embrace it and say, I can do this for a thousand years, then all of a sudden, boom, it, it ends up changing and that the, you move on to a new chapter chapter, and you get out of that rut that you thought you were in. Cool. Uh, do you do this full-time now, or do you still have another uh, regular job? I have a day job. I tried to leave that day job so many times, but I would have blessing after blessing happen to me in the nine to five window, even though there's some days I'm like, I'm so done here. But other days I receive blessings that, you know, you can't, you know, find in heaven. You know, we, like I said, we come here with a plan. And, you know, before really um, the the existence of flesh, we all existed in spirit. And that evolution, we work in spirit through evolution to develop a corporeal vessel or, you know, mode of transportation or whatever um, to help us really realize uh, sensation because there's nothing like a hug. You can't hug or kiss in heaven. You can only exchange images. To be in the flesh, you have to be on the planet. You can't be in flesh in heaven. So that's why the angelic forces designed the body and the flesh to help us realize sensations that we can't have when we're in our, let's say, electrostatic or photostatic um, form. Okay, I never, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, just it's a, um, it's, it's we are on the planet. To be an experience, we're here to learn how to be and how not to be, where to be, where not to be, and why to be and why not to be kind of things. And that there are people who teach us how not to be. And sometimes we teach other people how not to be through our accidents, you know, like when we get in car accidents, that kind of stuff. Um, we teach through our accidents and through other people's accidents we learn. And the hitting, having the stone hit the windshield is really us, in a way, learning something for ourselves, but also other people learning as well. Now, that connection with having the stone hit your windshield made it possible for you to meet people that you would not normally be able to meet any other way. Sometimes the universe designs um, little fender benders to make it possible for people to come together that they cannot figure out any other way to come together and say, hi, here's my exchange, and that you exchange, like, facial expressions, a little bit of language, a little bit of body language, maybe a little confrontational body language, that kind of stuff, where it's like, oh, you, oh, this, or whatever, or are you cordial? And it's like, oh, we had this accident, let's work through it, here's our insurance stuff. Each one of those basically is a connection to something that educates us, you know, through some divine point. Okay. I've uh, got a question in the chat room. Uh, Genevieve's wanted to know, what is uh, your best method that you utilize to receive messages from spirit? 
That's a good question. What I've been working on lately, I would say it's my current method, is that there's this thing that I refer to as plaster scene, P-L-A-S-T-E-R-S-C-E-N-E. But it's also known, plaster scene is also a sort of like plastic composition that's used to make flowers that are eternal. And you may have seen these flowers whenever you go to cemeteries. They're, and the Beatles refer to these flowers as plaster scene posies. I don't know if you're familiar with any of the Beatles tunes or whatever, but that that phrase has stuck out for me. The plaster scene, getting back on that, I tend to segue, you know, just to have like a little, um, like, backup information. The plaster scene are the, the smears of plaster that occurs on walls. And, like, mostly they're, like, haunted houses, or old buildings, or old bridges, that kind of stuff. I've done a video called, I think it's like, What Are Orbs?, where I talk about how you can see images and faces um, in different things. You know, like the green man. You can see the green man in, in an array of leaves. You know what I'm talking about, Michael, about that? Yeah. Okay. When we want to communicate with someone, we use facial expression. Like you'll look at someone, if you want to order, let's say you're in a delicatessen or you're in a restaurant or you're in a, a, a shopping center or a store or something, you communicate with your facial expression saying, hey, I need to talk to a clerk or whatever, or hey, we need more water here at the table, that kind of thing. I had a client some time ago, really it's like in the last month, but I've had people over the years ask me what their soul name is, as in like it might be like Genevieve or Jennifer or Michael or Stephen or Kevin or something. And I've spent some time thinking about that. And when we're in heaven, there's no words or letters there. It's just our faces. So our faces basically are our soul names. Your face is attached to the rest of your body. Your body helps you communicate with the rest of your world, with the rest of your life. There are faces that show up, you know, like in orbs and, and old photographs and, and different places, even like, you know, like the Indian face that's starting to develop on the side of Mount Rushmore. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not, but there's an Indian face that's starting to be up there as well. It might be sitting bowl. Who knows? But right now I've been looking for faces in places, basically, to see what the expressions are. And a lot of them just try to convey a single expression. And once they've conveyed that single expression, they tend to fade away. And that's really the first step to really seeing ghosts is seeing their faces because they have something that they want to express and they use it through their facial features. I hope that helps. Yeah, it does. It's, um, 
they're just kind of wondering as everyone sees and gets messages differently. But that's uh, that's a that's an interesting way that you receive messages. Now there's like I do psychic readings. I am a a, a psychic professional to where I work at um, different locations, stores, and and uh, metaphysical churches from time to time, and that I use the tarot as a form of mediumship just because it makes it possible for me to keep the content changing because there's always little um, details that are in the tarot cards that are specific to the individual that is sitting with me. Instead of just doing a straight off-the-cuff, off-the-top-of-my-head kind of um, mediumship for doing readings, I use the tarot to help me with that. And I've gotten to a point to where I can receive um, words in foreign languages that I don't speak, but I can tell them to the people who are sitting with me that speak that language and that they can tell me back what it is that I said so we can start getting the flow of a connection to the people that they're really trying to communicate with in spirit to really get a language or or like the message going. I remember the first time that it happened to me, I was sitting with a customer and I was doing a reading basically about stuff and um, I was getting some, you know, just basic life kind of stuff. But then I started getting um, sort of like um, two and three letter um, word groups in my head. I started writing it down on a piece of paper and I said, there's someone who wants me to share this with you. So I passed the page to her, and she looked at it, and she's like, no, that doesn't make sense to me. And I said, well, like, you know, like, um, use phonetics. Like, verbalize in your language what, or see if this makes sense, this phrase makes sense. And she looked at it, and her eyes went wide. And she was probably like Chinese or or uh, Vietnamese or something. And it was like a long pause, and her daughter was there. And the daughter was like, Mom. And the mom didn't respond. Mom was just staring at the phrase on the page. And I was starting to get concerned a little bit about it, too. And then the daughter's like, Mom, that's what's up, you know, speaking Chinese or something to the mom, and then the mom comes back with, and then the mom pushes with the hand away, and there's this, like, back-and-forth kind of Chinese dialogue that's happening. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is going on? And the lady said, Kevin, I want you to know that about six months ago, my sister passed away. But before she passed away, she told me to not be sad, and I'm going to a better place. And she said, when her sister died, she died. But she said what I had written in her language, in phonetical language, was her name, which was Noi, and then the phrasing was, why are you still sad? In their language And I cried Because I could feel 
the emotion that was just like in that little bubble that we were sitting in. Then the ladies started crying, their daughters started crying, and all the other readers and the people in the store that were looking at us that were within a proximity to where they could see us became concerned. And, like, the store manager came over. It's like, what's going on? I'm like, we're okay. We're okay. And she brought a box of Kleenexes over and that we just relaxed a little bit. But that was, like, my first, like, I would get one word sometimes in the past. But this is my first, like, phrasical language that I connected with this client. This was, like, six, seven years ago. And I've done at least 20 to 25. I, I have... Mostly, I have clients that I work with over the fo- over the phone who speak Farsi, and Farsi is like the primary language that comes out whenever I'm doing readings for people over any of the others. So I'm thinking that I may have a past life connection where I lived back in an Arabic or a Persian nation to where they spoke Farsi, and somehow I'm able to tap into that part of my past life and that whoever is in spirit is able to make whatever my intellect is vibrate to where I can realize either it as a spoken thing or as a written. When I talk on the phone, I don't tell them the lettering. I speak the language, and then they say, oh, my God, it's this, it's that kind of stuff. So just reading the tarot cards is just a little part of really the whole experience of the reading that I give because we're here again to like realize things we're here to learn how to be and how not to be and sometimes people get stuck when they have someone who's really close to them pass away and they stop living and that's when the people in spirit try to use people like myself to communicate to these people or hit them in their head in some metaphysical kind of way and say hey get up off your butt stop worrying about me and start living your life Go through and experience the things that you signed up to, signed up for before we were born. I hope that's helpful. Oh, definitely. I, uh, I've never experienced that yet, but it's got to definitely be uh, something different to get a message in a language that you have no idea what you're saying, and then the person's like, oh my God. Well, I was raised in a Pentecostal church where they spoke tongues all the time. So doing that kind of thing was really like a it wasn't a an out of the norm kind of thing for me. And it's also been documented by the church, by the Catholic Church, and it's known as Xenoglossy. X C N O G L O S S Y. To where you're able to speak an unlearned language. So there are other people who have done it. Yeah, maybe one of these days I'll be blessed and have that and be able to do that. Well there's an exercise that I use to help me with that, and that's really um, saying the alphabet with a vowel attached to it. So you could start out with, like, B. So B, you would just start with the letter A, okay? So you would be like, ba, or no, you would, like, A-E-I-O-U, but you would put a B in front of it. So it would be like, ba, B, bi, bo, bu. And then C would be, Ka, ki, kai, ko, ku. And then D would be da, di, di, do, do. And then E you would skip because it's a vowel. F, fa, si, fi, fo, fu. Ha, hi, hi, ho, hu. Then like ga, gi, ga, go, gu. La, li, la, lo, lu. Ma, mi, mai, mo, mu. Na, ni, na, no, nu. 
Sasi size of Su, Tati title two. See what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. the basic phonetics of really every language. Oh, cool. I have to give that a try sometime. It's good for an exercise, just the like Bobby, Bible, Boo. It's a good, like a meditation, also, you know, like a mantra or something, but it, it's not connected to any kind of meaning or message. It's just you articulating something. I have to give that a try when I do my next meditations. Do you want to see what messages we can get to some uh, callers? Sure. All righty. Then we'll ask you some more questions as they come up, and uh, we'll just keep on uh, going. Okay. All righty. Seems my switchboard works with me. Area code 516, you're on the air. Hey, Michael. Hi, Kevin. How you guys doing? Hello, 516. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. My name is Tom Kevin. All right, Tom. Well, I'd like to start off right away with your area code, 516. I've come up with a language code that's associated with numbers. And um, you can go to my website and check it out. I won't touch on that right now. I just want to jump straight to your reading. The 516, five represents receiving uh, one represents now, and six represents joy. That's a primary number for you right now because that can also be the time, 516 in the afternoon, 516 in the morning. Again, receive this joy. So let's say that you're stressing about something and that you're hoping and hopeful that something is going to come to pass for you that you're not really sure if it's going to, and then you look down the clock and you see that it says 516. That's your spirit guide, your guardian angel, fairy godmother, however you want to look at your divine partner communicating with you and saying this thing that you're thinking about, you can receive this joy. It can be on license plates. It can be on the side of a house, on a building. It can be a receipt that you get whenever you purchase something. Let's say you want to purchase something for a friend and it costs $5.16 or $516, mm-hmm. that's what I get for you. Mm. But I can also give you a quick message for you as well. You're going to be recognized uh, by and for your abilities and your gifts. And it also might be uh, connected to the time of your birthday. You're going to be at a time to where you're going to feel like the world is splitting in half but really what it's doing is it's giving you two opportunities for change. You can go in this direction or that direction, and that there's stuff that will be coming up for you uh, for, like, the next water event. So it could be where you're going to be going to a pool party that's, like, an indoor thing or that is coming up in the summertime. But this also talks about a northern kind of trip that's associated with that as well. So you could find yourself possibly maybe going on a cruise or something into Alaska but it speaks that right about that time there's going to be an opportunity for what I call um, measured abundance. You might find yourself get like an increase in the income that you get. It might be like an extra dollar an hour or something like that. That's going to be uh, some positive things for you. But what is also going to be taking place is that there are some people who may not be um, really happy with the way things are going for you in your life at that time and that you may find that 
um, they were in a way sort of like fair-weather friends or that they could have been sort of like parasitic or something or the drainers, you know, how we get those psychic vampires who just want to talk, talk, talk to us and not really um, change. They just want someone who can like just sit there while they run on and on and on. Um, There's going to be something that's going to take place to where your frequency and harmony with them is going to change and that you're going to see that these people worked for you for now, but it looks like you have an evolution that's going to be coming up to where um, you're going to be transitioning and that they would not be going with you. It happens where, let's say, you end up getting promoted. Let's say your your peers end up becoming your subordinates or something, and that some of them may like it, some of them may not. Um, this is just a heads up that, you know, roles are going to be changing, opportunities are going to be changing, and that you have to be okay with it because change is a part of bringing new things in. Mm-hmm. Any questions? Well, not about what you said. I, I definitely could use some changes in my life, so I'm looking forward to some changes. <laughs> can, can I ask you a relationship question? Sure. Um, great, thank you. I'm wondering what you see happening in, in my relationship with Lori. Okay. I see her definitely as a um, as some as a grounding force for you, and that um, she'll be supportive for you, and that um, some little bug that she puts in your ear will help you uh, recognize um, some kind of goal or some kind of like idea that you're able to sort of like plant and manifest. Uh, an abundance for you. So um, listen to what she has to say, even though it might be trivial or something, you will benefit from it. Okay. Do you see, like, a marriage for us, or? How long have you guys been together? Well, we met three years ago, and we're we're really not together at this moment, but I'm sending her, she's getting something for Valentine's Day, and I'm trying to uh, reestablish, you know, communications. Okay. And um, when's her birthday? When's your birthday? Mine is April 16, 1969. Okay. And, and okay. hers, is, hers is October 30th, 1968. Okay. It, it's doable. The thing is, is that you guys both are our students right now coping with um, life at the present. And I'm not going to tell you that it's going to work out, but um, how you know each other and how you've known each other is going to sort of like be that way. But there will be opportunities that will come up to where you can cultivate that to be something better. See, like I said, before we're born, we make a plan to go through the things we go through. Now, what you're going through right now has a past life connection. And that it may have been one to where you, let's say you were on the Civil War battlefield and that you lost your life and that she was waiting for you back at the homestead and that she waited and waited and waited. So you guys are likely repeating that same experience, but there's that separation that's right there. She doesn't understand why the separation is necessary, just that that distance is necessary. It's repeating itself. 
So I would say to watch for the signs, to watch for the clues. I would say your clue would be one that would be like a marble is what I get. What was given to me as an image for you is really um, the ball that goes into the musket. What is your connection with um, ammunition and, and guns and that kind of thing? Any? Not, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Then that's perfect. When this stuff comes into your life, as someone's like, hey, look at this, this black, is a, this black ball here goes in the muskets, and you might even get um, invited to, like, a musket shooting competition, or you meet a friend who's in musket shooting competitions, that kind of stuff. Again, a strong past life connection with the Civil War for you and for her, and that you are trying to sort of like make it better now than what it was before in the past, and that you're coping with this kind of situation. It's iffy that this is going to work out for you. It may feel like that your world is really split in half, like I said at the beginning, but really it's turning into two opportunities for you. I would say keep her in the back of your mind, but get your hands busy with how you live your life. Mm-hmm. Don't stop living your life waiting for this opportunity to come to you because you may ride it out until like your last breath some 80 years from now and then have to repeat the whole thing again. Mm-hmm. So don't hold your breath on this. Keep positive thoughts in your head. Don't doom and gloom about things. And when you catch yourself dooming and glooming and stressing, about this thing or that thing, I have a little mantra that I invite people to say, and that is, I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now. Say that for me. I want to be more comfortable than where I am right now. Right. So you're holding right now a possibility of a thought that this could never get any better than what it is. So what you got to do is you just got to hold the image of her in your head and how you see a positive kind of situation and say out loud, I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now. And catch yourself in the car thinking about it when you're walking down the street, when you're in the store. you got to say it with your lips. I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now. And that's for everybody else that's out there also. When you're in situations to where you want it to be better, but you're holding that heavy thing that's on your shoulders or it's in your heart or something, try to find a way to push that to the side, bring a positive image into your head and say, I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now, and it will start happening. This is an invitation. You know, I am a unique individual, and here you've had an opportunity to connect with me. Your spirit gods, your guardian angels, your fairy godmother knows that whatever it is that I'm about to tell you and that they will send you these little clues to remind you, whether it's the 516 or something that's connected with the muskets or Civil War or something, to validate that what I've talked about is, you know, full on, and that if you mind your P's and Q's, that you will be able to realize the things that you want to realize. Okay, Okay, 516? Yep, thank you very much, Kevin. I appreciate it. Thanks, Michael. Have a great night. You too. I'll talk to you soon. Yep, bye. Bye. Exactly. So we just have to say, 
You know, it's like I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now. That's what our strive is. And the law of attraction, you'll end up making that happen. Exactly. Cool. Area code 705, you're on the air. Oh, hello. My name is Wendy. Hello, Wendy. How are you? I'm fine. Um, I'm just wondering if you have any messages from Spirit for me, please. Okay, well, 705, right, is your area code? Yes. <laughs> okay, so that would be ability, which is what the number 7 represents for me, and 0 represents releasing. When you have 0 left in your life, you have released everything. And that's where I get the definition for zero. When there's nothing but you left, then all you have is you and that you've released everything. And then five is about receiving, where our guy before was 615, which was, right, wasn't that right? It was 516. It was like, receive this joy. And now you have 705, which is ability, releasing, and then Five is about let's see. I'm trying to get this right. Seven oh five is about receiving and accepting. Okay, five is about accepting and receiving. So it's like by letting go of some of the things that are plaguing you right now. And that could be one to where you've been saving things or you've been collecting things and know you're gonna do something with them one day, um, and you don't. And they just keep building and building and building and building. And you end up cluttering your life and not really giving the universe a chance to put new things into your life. So that's where I get to where I suggest people take a box or two of whatever it is that they've had packed away for four or five years and put it on the curb without looking at it. And then that way you give the universe a chance to replace or feel that vacancy that you created. So straight away for you, I get that there's going to be uh, you finding a balance with some of the troubles that you've been having in your life or helping people cope with some of the estranged things that have been happening, whether it's to you or to them or to a group, and that you're going to find your niche. You're going to find your knack. You're going to find what it is that you're good at but you're not really sure how you're going to cultivate it, and that's where you have to do the trial and error. You have to practice at this thing that you've either just discovered or will discover shortly and then start exercising it. It's like, you know, whenever I started, you know, practicing with um, doing the things that I do, you just have to do trial and error. Accidents happen sometimes, but accidents are necessary so that you can uh, realize um, successes. You know, um, a discovery is the phoenix of catastrophe. I like to say. So there's no, there's nothing that's you know bad about a catastrophe except discovery that teaches you how to be and how not to be. So Wendy, I hope that's helpful for you. Yeah, I was just wondering if you saw spirits around me like that. Okay, let's see. Well, what I, one thing is that I get 
a a song, a hymn, a Michael Row the Boat Ashore, Hallelujah. Hmm. I don't know if that's familiar, familiar to you or not, but it's like, Michael Row the Boat Ashore, Hallelujah. There's yeah. like a connection with that and with this person that is sharing something with me. So if you do have someone that's on the other side, they straight away sent that song for me to share with you. So I hope that's helpful. Watch for it to show up in situations that will be coming up later, whether it's with friends or on the television, and that it will likely happen at the time that you're thinking about them, and that's their way of sending you a hug and saying, I'm okay and I love you. Yeah, that does make sense because I've always loved the name Michael and I believe in Archangel Michael and I pray to him and others and uh, so I know he's he's one of my guardian angels. Okay, so we're solid on that then, Sugar. You're going to be fine. Yes. (laughs) Anything else? Oh, no, I won't take up your time. That's okay. Ask another question if you want to. What's the straight right right now? What's on your mind? That thing. Um. So. I was wondering what uh, you see in a love relationship. Did you have one recently end? It feels like it recently ended, but it's been a year. But I live in a small town, and I you know, run into him here and there. Okay, who's the guy with the blue truck and that they have, there's an antler connection with the blue truck? Like antlers, it could be one, that there's a, like there's a sticker where they have antlers on a deer or like it's a white sticker, basically. It's on the back. It could be on the on the uh, on the bed of the door of the bed or the window of the cab. If you don't know who this is, um, no. then this is someone new that's coming in. Now, who is the Jason person? <laughs> I don't know a Jason. <laughs> okay, so this looks like that it's an opportunity that's going to be coming up for you. Have you? Are you working right now? Um. Yeah, with the mental health community. Okay. There is talk that you're going to be moved into a role of employment that you may feel like you're not qualified for. It might be that someone will end up leaving or something. Once you get invited into this role, that's when the transition to a new opportunity for a relationship is going to happen for you. So it's about your life really. Start living your life, start getting out there and interacting with people, and the 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 moments or situations for intimacy and companionship will pop up here and there. They have to surprise you. That's what they like to do. You know, Cupid sneaks up on us. They don't just walk right up and stick us in the side. They want to catch <laughs> us off guard. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you very much for for your reading. You're welcome. Can I stay and listen? You sure can. I'll, yeah. yeah. I'll oh. mute you. Oh, thanks, Michael. You're welcome, dear. 
Uh, Michael, you know, okay. I wanted to say I find it really interesting that um, your your show, Be the Light Now, is really profound, especially for today, which is um, um, 2-11. And today is um, Thomas Edison's birthday. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. He was the inventor of the light bulb. He's like one of my favorite inventors. I'm an electrical engineer. I like to play with electricity and make things, that kind of stuff. And uh, he's one of my my, uh, favorite inventors. I just found it really interesting that um, I would be working on the light and on my favorite mentor's birthday at the same time. So I find that very cool and very coincidental. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Maybe there's a message in there somewhere. Could be. It gives me the chills a little bit. Every time I think about it, it's like, wow, it's like being the light now, and it's on, you know, Thomas Edison's birthday. It's just like very cool. That's all. Uh, let's go ahead and take another caller and see what me- what other okay. messages we come up with tonight. Sure. Area code 702. You're on the air. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kevin. My name's Faye. Hello. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Kevin, I have just this indescribable surge of positive knowing energy that I can even feel it, that just something great and wonderful is mine, and I don't want to come down from this cloud yet. Right. Then I would say paint. I'm sorry? Paint. Paint. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so, you want to share for the people that are listening? You can keep it private or you can share if you want to. On painting? Yes. Well, actually, I haven't been painting. I've been um, just like sketching and drawing that just really opens up my creativity, and I know I'm um, gifted in that. And right. I was just, have you ever painted um, before in the past? I have. I, I took a um, uh, oil painting um, class a few years back. Okay. A watch for, um, I would say, those devices that make it possible for you to paint just to show up in your okay. life. Okay. And that's okay. the message. Okay. To proceed painting. with that. Okay. okay. Painting okay. is a really good way. Painting is a really good way to go because, um, or or riding or walking or doing dishes or raking the leaves. I refer to that as analog labor. You know where it's just mm-hmm. you don't really have to think about the details. Like you're not trying to figure out right. the hypotenuse of a triangle. There's or no anything. rules and regulations. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a good form of meditation for those people who don't know how to meditate. I would say go in the kitchen and do dishes. And if there's no dishes to do, pull out a cabinet full of dishes and wash all those and put them back. Kevin, can I ask you? May I ask you a quick question about my soulmate? Mm Mm-hmm. What What are you getting? Well, I think soulmates is appropriate for you because there are. Uh, many. The thing is, is that I see that you have a lot of day spouses 
that are like people that you interact with that you've been interacting with for years and in a way they know you better than let's say the person that you were married to for that uh uh-huh. period of time. Uh-huh. So you have these day spouses and these are the people that spend 40 hours a week with you, really more time than the person that you're married to. And I always am torn as to like, oh, who are we really married to? The people that we work with because we spend more time with them than the people that we spend on the weekend. The uh-huh. thing is, is that all these people are a part of your past. These are past live connections. And that you, as you've known the interactions that you've had with the people for relationships in your past, so you will know that in the future. If you try to change that, you will stifle yourself. So I would say continue to go with the flu. Be the person that you are. Be the experience that you are. And when you are ready for change and you're just like, all right, fine, I'm ready to do this for the next thousand years, the universe will come in and is like, hold your horses. We're not going to have you do this for a thousand years. You're not going to get anywhere. So now we're going to give you this. And then, boom, your whole life ends up changing. When you get yourself caught in a rut, you throw up your hands and say, fine, I can outlast this better than you, universe, even though we can only last for like 80 years, which is not even a breath. They come in and say, okay, fine, and they end up changing it up. So I would say keep it what you're going at. Do your drawing and your sketching. Try to find your way to get paint because the thing with paint is that you are working with a fluid where with drawing you could stack, 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 stack and the page and the drawn page would disappear. But the painting Mm -hmm. has to stay out and dry for a little bit before you can move on and put it under something else as you move forward to like start creating something new. Well, while you're painting you will think about possibilities for opportunities that would be coming up for you that you would not have had a chance to think about because there might be some interesting, what, like brush stroke or some kind of image or form that comes out of this thing that you're painting and it ends up, you know, being something new. You don't really have to go and get oils in the brush and this thing and the horse's hair and that kind of thing. You could just go and get, like, a lump of clay and like a um, like an old picture frame, and that you could smear some of the clay on your fingers, and then smear it around on the um, the window or the um, the picture frame, the old picture frame. I do this from time to time too, to where I just create little like drawings or like abstract kind of stuff or whatever. It's really how you feel. It's like the finger painting. You know, we did that. Mm-hmm. When we were in kindergarten that we would just smear around, smear around, give it to our parents, and they would love it. Our parents really are a represent of the universe when we were children. But now we're mm-hmm. grown. There's no parents that we can present these things that we make. We have no idea the things that we, that the things that we make and how they're received. There's so many eyes that are watching us that you know there's no concept about how. People are receiving what it is that we do. It's almost like we're on a stage, honestly, that we have everybody that's in spirit watching us, interacting, and that they're like, yay, that was excellent, that was excellent, I can't wait for the next act kind of thing. So go, be you, paint, be the experience, and you'll see the change that you want to see. Okay, Kevin, let me clarify this. I was speaking about my specific 
soulmate that I'm connected with now. And okay. I, I just kind of got the feeling that you thought I was talking like generic. No. Nope. Okay. It's, you have the specific soulmate too, but what I'm saying is, is that. I'm. I'm just. You, I just. I didn't clarify. My question was, is, is, are we? Do you see us together, like you know, like marriage? There is talk about marriage, but there are some things that have to be worked out first. Okay. All right. And there is also okay, talk about sense. something that has to do with your career as well. Are you working now? Um, yes, but not in my um, in my field. There is something that's coming up. Just like our last friend, there are messages about being moved into something that you may feel like you're not qualified for, but you will oh, see cool. an increase. Yeah, you oh, will cool. see an increase in opportunities there. And is that like soon, or you don't have an idea? I read for 90 seconds from now to like 90 days out. Okay. So like okay. in the next three months. It could be next week, really. Okay, okay. I, and I don't mean to be, you know, give me the day, the hour. The day. That's but okay. I have, I, have a, I have a lady that I read for from time to time. Her name is Sherry, uh-huh. and she's the hardest person that I've ever had to read <laughs> for. And she, uh, I said, the person that you're supposed to be with, you will be hearing from in like the next five minutes. And this, I was at um, a, uh, a store sitting at a table there, and while I was talking to her, somebody comes up from behind her and puts his hand on her hair and starts petting it. And she looked at him <laughs> and looked at me with like the biggest eyes. I'm like, oh, my God. So she finds a way to get rid of them, and she comes back to me, and she's like, oh, my God, Kevin. It's like, it can't happen that fast. I'm like, well, it just did, so you set a record now. So there you go. <laughs> so I would say 90 seconds from now to, like, 90 days out. Sometimes people get okay. phone calls as soon as I, as soon as they get up from the table or I hang up with oh, them or whatever. Cool. Uh-huh. That change. So okay. I'm that confident that you will see the change come. But there will be some things where – it will feel like they've ended. It could be the relationship or it could be something that has to do with your family, your father, that kind of thing, to where it's just like uh-huh. coming to terms on some things. Uh-huh. Uh, the family could find themselves getting turned upside down about some stuff that's going on, whether it's related to you or not. But uh-huh. it will be at this time that you will start to see the transition for life that you want to see and realize. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And you have been more than grateful. And thank you so much, Michael. And may I listen? You sure can. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great night. You too. Thank you. Area code 503, you're on the air. Hey, Michael. How are you this evening? Doing great there. How are you? Good. It's Teresa. Hi, Teresa. How can we help you tonight? Well, it's the same question I've had for a while about when do you see me getting a job. <laughs> okay. Well, straight away the, the information that's coming through is one to where you're going to find yourself not having to work as hard as, you, as you've had to, and also that you're going to find yourself receiving money that you may have loaned to somebody or that you've been due for a while. I know we're at tax time right now, so you could find 
um, maybe a better tax return than what you're accustomed to happening about this time, and that you're going to be Just presented got it today. with opportunities. Okay, Just awesome. got one today. <laughs> Yay! Okay, and that you're going to also be at a place to where the things that used to be uh, not so attractive are going to start being attractive. And that there's, yeah, and just like it could be one to where, let's say that you used to like lasagna, but then you got burnt out on it because you're eating the Stouffer's lasagna for so long that you just like your tongue got fried from all the, the lycopene that's in uh, tomatoes or whatever, and that um, something's going to happen to where it turns your taste for something. I'm not saying that it has to be connected to food. But there is definitely a lasagna connection now. I don't normally talk about lasagna, so I would say uh, pay attention to lasagna events, whether it's you're watching a Stouffer's commercial uh, and someone is talking to you or inviting you to go and do something um, right at the time that you see the Stouffer's lasagna commercial or something, but this is uh, an opportunity for change for you. I also um, just the... to let you know, like, when you get stressed out or worried, I invite people to watch for the yellow Volkswagen Beetle. The yellow Volkswagen Beetle I've coined as being the happy bug, the sunflower bug, the sunshine bug, that kind of thing. You know, like, uh, I, I think Herbie was white, but I decided just to really go with the yellow. And that yellow means everything's going to be fine. Stop worrying about that. So when you see the yellow bug, Stop worrying. Everything's going to be fine. I have another client who I told that to where I said, watch for the yellow bug and then you'll be fine. You'll be happy about it. And a month had gone by to where she had not seen any yellow bugs whatsoever and that she was sitting on the couch thinking about how she had not seen a yellow bug since she talked to me. And she's like, I'm not going to find any joy, any happiness, nothing. It's just like my life is in the tank. My life is in the tank. And while she was watching TV, a Volkswagen um, commercial comes on the television, and there are 30 yellow Volkswagen Beetles <laughs> traipsing around on the screen. So she had to come into the store right away and tell me that story. It was like, you know, I couldn't see any yellow bugs when the universe throws 30 at me. So you have good things coming, but they'll be surprised. It will. It will be opportunities to go in a direction that you never really anticipated going in. And I would say go where you're invited. Well, I know that's going to happen because my old life is gone. The universe has torn that down with both hands. Mm -hmm. There's also talk about an opportunity for um, um, new or a different type of uh, skin-to-skin intimacy without me getting too graphic or whatever. Oh, um, Lord. I'm so not interested yeah. in that part <laughs> right now. I hear you. But there will be... I just want the job. Yeah. There's there's something that's going to come up that will put a little spark back in your life. And it could be that thing that I was telling you about where you're done with the lasagna. You might find that you have... <laughs> you know, I don't mean to go you know, like push that kind of image or anything, but... <laughs> See what I'm saying? I got ya. I got ya. I yeah. mean, I I've never really had a trouble attracting a man when I want one, but I don't really mm-hmm. want one right now because I'm I have other fish to fry, like getting a job and getting a house and getting myself back on my feet. 
then I'll worry about the fish frying. <laughs> I hear you. It will it will be through the invitation of some of a lady friend who is a Leo. Oh wow. Yes. Hmm. So if a if she's throwing a party or something, definitely go. All right, I will. <laughs> and it is job related also. It's also okay. job related. I'm not saying that that's something that's okay. going to be a requirement as a part of getting the job or whatever. But you're definitely there is a well, I want, like. I want to get that first and get myself squared away before I end up, you know, involving anybody else. Right. Well then. <laughs> You know what you got to do? You got to say when you're stressing about it, I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now. Go well, ahead and I know say that specifically one. where I want to work and what job I want. Okay, and you're not getting it. Um, I'm hoping it's coming. Okay. Well, you just say say that for me now. I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now. I want to be a lot more comfortable than what I am right Maybe. now. And it's better to not define what it is that you want. Just say that you want to be more comfortable. And then let the universe surprise you. They like surprising us. They've surprised me a lot. <laughs> okay. In a positive way, I hope. Um, well, six and a half years ago I got the kind of ill that most people don't get better from. Okay. Then I lost uh the job that I had worked at for over a decade. Then I got divorced, (laughs) and now I'm living with my parents, who I lent a lot of my divorce earnings to so they could buy a second home. Okay. And I'm just kind of waiting for, you know, things to turn around. I'm ready. Definitely there is talk. There is talk about, you know, like there's woe. It's definitely in your past. Um, There's talk about... um, Measured abundance coming into your life, and also something about like a loan or a grant or a significant financial um, boost, where it could be something from like a bank or a lender or a rich uncle or something. Talk about <laughs> that too. Okay, I'll take yeah. whatever they've got. I'm ready to right? go. Absolutely. They ripped everything else away because I'm sure I was on the wrong path, and I could wallow in it, but that's not me. What I, I didn't find interesting it, so. is that, you know, Egypt just got their freedom today. And, you know, remember back in the story in the Bible where Egypt became free. Remember the story about Moses and, and Pharaoh and everything? It's repeating Well, the slaves itself. became free from Egypt, yeah. Yeah. So the theme is repeating itself on a grand scale. Grand. They're not leaving Egypt. They're just making it better. So we are upon a new age. The next yeah. 2,000 years are beginning again. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, my whole life was ripped away from me. The, you know, the way I was physically, mm-hmm. my job, my relationship, where I lived, everything. Gone. Right. Well, I can tell you, whether <laughs> you want to believe it back, or not, you planned for that to happen so you could be so pushed down in the mud that you can show everybody how you can come back. Oh, and I will. <laughs> I just you already wondering are. 
when? Oh, I know. I mean, I'm so lucky to, like, be here talking to you right now. You have no idea. Mm -hmm. I had um, an aneurysm and two major strokes. Took my whole right side. Wow. At the age of 39, and I was really healthy at the time. So. Mm -hmm. Was there a coma with that at all? No, and I don't remember going to the other side. I remember coming back into my body at one point. Okay. But, you know, my bell was rung pretty severely there, so I don't have a coherent memory of the whole thing. So it's almost like bits and pieces. I remember. Okay, go ahead. I just remember coming back in and kind of checking my body out to see how bad things really were. Mhm. That's that's the most vivid memory I have. Do you know if you have any Gemini in your chart? I don't know, but chart? my my son's a Gemini. And your parents? Uh, my mom is a Taurus, May twentieth. Okay. My dad is January thirty first. I'm April twenty second. Okay. okay. Well, I see, you know, like what you've done is you've put yourself beside yourself twice with the strokes. And you forced a a midlife body transformation at that time. Or you invited it or it happened for you or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that there are people who go through those changes really to have a new aspect or a new appreciation for life that they didn't have before. So I would say that you have been given an opportunity and some new yeah. abilities or skills to uh, transform the life that's around you. Yes, and I have. I've already started doing that. So I would say embrace that, and you'll start to see abundance come to you that is in the same theme of this new life. Don't try to live the old way. Oh, no. You know, know, like the people who are locked in how they were really awesome in high school, and now they're like 52 (laughs) and they don't know how to act. Yes. Those people teach us how not to be. Yep, they do. They do. Yeah, so, you know, it's like a lot of people ask me, why doesn't anything ever happen to mean people? They seem to not have any bad luck. And the reason is, is that they teach us where not to be and how not to be. That's their role in life. They made an agreement, like the drunk drivers that are out there that take lives and that kind of thing. They teach other people how to be safe as things change. So we must change with it. Absolutely. Anything else? Yeah. No, not at all. Well, happy Thomas Edison's birthday day. Thank you. (laughs) And happy Thomas Edison's birthday day to you as well. Yep, everybody turn on a light. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kevin, thank you. All right, take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I love her laugh about her, too. It's so energetic. Yeah, uh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. The thing is, is that you know we're sometimes we have our whole worlds fall down around us, whether we 
fall prey to some kind of like let's say that um, cerebral palsy or the 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 fibromyalgia and all those things that I can't articulate very well because I'm not a medical professional or whatever. These things transform us, and they sort of like give us a malformed view, or it changes our view, even though we consider it to be a poor view. It changes our perspective on how we see life. Everything is planned. If you embrace the things that are put upon you, whether it's a plague, whether it's AIDS, whether it's cancer, whether it's blindness, um, immobility, um, high blood pressure, whatever, it's different perspectives that are put upon us to see life from a different perspective and to be an experience for the people who are around us, both the people who are older than us and the people that are younger than us. I got a call from somebody who was wanting a reading who was told by their doctor that they only had like two months to live. And she wanted a reading for me to help her. She's like, what should I do? I said, you should go and have the best fun that you can. I'm not going to tell you that some miracle is going to come in and rescue you. You've been forced into a window to where you got to make hay while the sun shines. So whether you guys are out there listening right now have a bout of cancer or something or any kind of other kind of life-plaguing or debilitating disease, work with it. See it as your companion in life. You know, sometimes we can have spouses that are diseases or we can have diseases that are spouse to us. They all help us get a perspective about life. Anybody else on the line, Michael? Oh, yeah. We've got quite a few other people waiting in line here. So Okay. Go, Eric code 954. You're on the air. Hi, Michael and Kevin. This is Anna from Florida. Thanks for Hello. taking my call. Uh, Hello, Anna. Hi. Very interesting show. Uh, I wanted to know what you see as far as my financial situation in my home and also if you see anything in uh, a romantic sense coming up. Okay, absolutely. I see um, a potential for marriage for you, really. Um, whether you can recognize that now or not, and it would be an older gentleman, and that there is a connection with the um, the it's 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 um it's sort of like a get together. That's like a flea market in a way, but it's it's upscale. Like it's oh. uh, like the Antiques Roadshow or um, some kind of like antique um, um, swap meet or some kind of get-together where um, you would see a bunch of like, you know, like trophies and there would be like old vases and spoons and uh, plates and and like, um, like, like, um, the era, like uh, depression era type clothing, it would almost be like it would be like a uh, a historical society maybe or something, or that it would be um, an estate sale, or where it would be a bunch of people who have acquired items from an estate sales or estate sales that would be gathering together and sharing these things that they've come up with and kind the of thing. There's also an RV park that's close to that as well. Interesting, because so, I love that type of thing. 
And when do you see that? I read for 90 seconds from now. It's like 90 days out. When's the birthday coming up for you? Uh, a birthday? You mean someone passed? For or, you. For What's me, no. I just uh, I had a birthday in December. Okay, there's a thing that's going to be coming up for you where you're going to be recognized. And most times when I see that, it has to do with a birthday. It might be an anniversary or some kind of appreciation day for you, like Anna Appreciation Day or something. I could but use that. that. Be, yeah. Uh, I don't know what for, but uh, that would be nice. Do you have any idea why? Or I don't. It's going to be a surprise for you. And that the person mm-hmm. coming into your your um, your life that will be an opportunity for uh, friendship and companionship has a Giles or Jacob name connected to them. I don't know this person at all. Huh? Okay, and that's okay. It would be someone that you might bump into and go to a Starbucks for an afternoon, and the next thing you know, you find yourself, you know, vacationing up in um, Bismarck, you know, North Dakota or something because you're tired of the heat or whatever. Just it's. You will find a, a, a flop or a, a swap of where you are today versus where you are, let's say, six months from now. There's going to be like a flop is the word that's being told to me. Well, I, I didn't understand. A what? A, a flop, F-L-O-P. A flop. Or, or a swap, S-W-A-P. Now, write those both those words down. Uh huh. A flop. Because I was getting. I was getting also. Remember, I was saying that there's a connection with a swap meet that that is related to this thing that's going to be coming up. It could be. What's really funny is that it could be their last name. Huh. And that you you could find yourself in a conversation towards like, how did you end up with a last name like that? Really. I'm I'm yeah. planning to attend a local uh, flea market in March that uh, they have every few months, and they have okay. all kinds of things there. It's something I attend in a park area um, quite often. I don't know if that's what you see. I would say go to that and be full on. Like, if you can get a table, get a table. Uh-huh. Do you do tables? Yeah, they could. I could, yeah. But I usually I usually hit every table when I go there uh, and visit. Right. It's a big a big event. I I see that as an opportunity for you. Okay. That's good. I remember Jacob or Giles, and that the last name might be Jacob or, or Giles or something. Yeah. Slop. The or... thing is that it could be yeah. Those are key words. Do you speak another language? Uh, I know a little Spanish, uh, not a, not a whole lot, but I know okay, some. No, this would be this would be a native tongue for you. Because sometimes when I stumble like that, that's someone that speaks a foreign language trying to tell me something. You got anybody that's passed away that spoke a foreign language? Uh, my grandmother spoke in German. And hmm, I would, you know, I'm trying to see if there's like anything that's specific that's that's coming to me that would be uh, unique for you to recognize. 
um, her, I would say watch for her by her um, leaving uh, money around for you. Is there, like, she's, someone's showing me a coin. Like, did she give you uh, quarters when she was um, around, Um, like when you were a child? Not, no, not really. Not really. I can't, I can't. Okay, that's okay. Um, there was some, there's someone who's holding up quarters. There's someone who's like giving you a quarter to like go buy candy or um, or to quarters. Or did you play symbolic? quarters earlier? Would that be no. symbolic of money coming in, maybe? Because my financial my financial situation is is quite. Uh, difficult right now, and also relating to my home situation. There's an issue there. I'm wondering if that is symbolic. Let's see. Um, let's see. Kankakee or Kishwaukee? What? Do you know about a Kankakee? No. <laughs> okay. There's something that's related to that, Kankakee. There, it's, there's a like a town or a street or something that is significant that's related to that, and that there is something that has to do with an inheritance, or that you have something or someone that's working with you in spirit. Definitely, did your grandmother work with the government? Yes, she did. Yes, she worked for the federal government in okay. Army Map Service. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's definite connection. Like there's mm-hmm. something that has to do with the quarters. Wow. And it has to do with the celebration that's going to be coming up for you. I bet that you're going to happen upon something where there's a quarter on it, in it, around it, decorated with it or something, and that you should get it. And that somehow it will be a key to open up a new opportunity or really like a gate for new things to Come into your life. You can win the lottery tomorrow. Uh-huh. That would be nice because I bought a ticket today. I know you did. Tickets, yeah, I bought a Powerball ticket and a fantasy ticket, and I don't How usually buy Powerball. Pardon? Okay, that's, that's funny. <laughs> you could. I'm not saying that you're going to, but it has happened to people out of the blue that they win the lottery. You know, and then their life ends up changing. You know, all you have to say is, I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now. Oh, yeah. And it will start to happen. So there's, you have, what's been told to me is that you have the government person that's in spirit working with you and that you have good things coming to you. And do you see me staying in my home? Will I be able to uh, continue to afford to stay in my home? Yes. I feel that being positive because I'm waiting on um, another plan to work, to hopefully to work out that's affordable. Do you have family in the area? Um, well, not an immediate area, but uh, not. Uh, I have a couple that are within the state, and then I have some. Okay, well, you're going to be, the thing is, is that I'm being shown that you're going to be celebrating with friends about something really wonderful that's happened to you or for you, and it will be right around August sometime. Oh. 
celebrating with friends. Wow. Me and or all, family. Or family. Something yeah. turning up for me. Yes. Uh, is this related to finances or personal? Whole life. Whole life. Wow. That would be interesting. Nice. If you look at your life as a whole and not really the pockets in it, it all Mm -hmm. has a rhythm to it. It all has a rhythm to it. And if you try to just be in sync with the rhythm of everything, you'll find that there are themes that are related to your financial situation, your personal life, your job, um, your dog, all that kind of stuff. They're all interrelated. And if you just be and think about that you want to be more comfortable than what you are right now, it can become transformed. When Mm -hmm. we get into situations that are challenging, it's really the universe inviting us to get the step in. Otherwise, you know, we grow roots and stay where we are. Mm -hmm. So the universe just wants you to stay busy. Uh, how How do you feel about my spiritual direction? There's been a big disconnect with the group recently that uh, has left me pretty adrift, and I'm wondering if I'm going to still be connecting with these people or moving on in another spiritual direction. I'm kind of lost for a direction now. I think you know know the answer to that already. If you need validation from me, I would say yes. Yes, I will stay connected with them. I, I think that you're going to move on. Oh. Oh, really? Because as you've known them, so you will know them. Uh huh. But I'll move on. Will I find a a church that I'll be comfortable with? Because I'm into metaphysics, and it's sometimes hard in the area to find that. And they've moved. They've moved kind of at a distance that is difficult not for me to get to. uh, It could be that you've graduated in ability from them. And that it's time for you to start exercising your abilities and your awareness and your appreciation for the connection between heaven and earth and move to a new element. Whenever we get into situations to where we don't feel like we're in a good vibration anymore, it's the universe telling us that it's time to graduate and move into a new direction. When you embrace that change, then you start to see a rhythm of better abundance happening for you. Mm-hmm. But you do see me connecting with some other group. Yes. As oh. you've known yourself, so you will know yourself. Okay. As things have been in the past, so they will be in the future. As above, so below. Okay. And and quickly before uh, I, I go, um, do you see me getting this uh, health problem that has caused me a lot of pain for about 18 months, and I'm I'm still dealing with it. Do you see me getting some help for that? I would say yes, I see you getting help for that, but also it's uh, the point is who you get to interact with as a part of the process for healing. You would not have been able to meet these people had you not come down with the illness. So pay attention to the people you come in contact with as a part of trying to get yourself cured. Uh-huh, that they're important in my life as I, yeah. as I meet them. But yeah. you, you, you see that? Find yourself, you, you can find yourself um, connecting with a Bonnie 
who would be helping you in the process, and then she'll cousin, ask you a question. Huh? I have a cousin by that name. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but I have a cousin by that name. Okay, but she, and how close is she? Well, she's out of state, and I don't see her. Uh, we're close, but we don't you know, have a lot of contact because of her location. And what's her connection with your grandmother? She would be a granddaughter. Like you are? Yes. If, when was the last time you talked to her? Um, oh, it's been some time, but we do exchange cards, you know, birthday, Christmas cards and that, and I, I hear about what's going on with her through her mother and through the grapevine. <laughs> But we okay. we have a close connection. I mean, even though we don't see each other, if I went there today, it would be you know the same. Okay, watch for a change in that. If that does take place, then you know Granny is trying to communicate to the two of you. Really, it would be nice. I I would enjoy, but she has a family and and job and everything. But I would enjoy hearing from her. Yep, you can contact me if stuff starts to happen through my website, which is www.templeofgaia.com. Temple, yep. I'm sorry, that's Temple of Gaia. G U Y A. G A I A. G A G A I A. Okay, templeofgaia.com. Okay, Kevin, that's that's quite an interesting um, reading. And I will be on alert, and um, I will okay. send you a confirmation if if any of this starts uh, taking place. It sounds really interesting. And it's Anna, right? Yes, uh-huh. Okay, okay, Anna. Well, thank you so much. And uh, if I may, I'd like to continue listening to the rest of the show. You sure can, Daryl. Go ahead and mute you. Thanks so much, Michael. Have a nice You're welcome, Daryl. You too. Just do me a favor so I can move you down into the queue. Just uh, hit one again after I uh, mute you, and then you'll move back down, but I'll still uh, have you in the queue. I sure will. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Area code 361, you're on the air. Hi, this is Zandra. Hello, Michael. Hello, Kevin. It's my first Hello, time Andra. on the show. Zandra. Zandra, okay. How are you? Um, very good show uh, uh, Very interesting And uh, my question is My finances My husband and I have had a Rough, rough, rough I'd say five years Or better Do you see okay. anything getting better For us? I would say you would be able to start Sleeping better Straight away okay. You've been okay. struggling with sleeping? Yeah and where are the grandchildren? The grandchildren are in uh, Playa del Carmen in Cancun. I live in Acapulco. Okay. And when was the last time they visited? Um, they, oh, God, I guess about three years ago. Okay. Now... You're in Acapulco, right? I'm sorry if I stumble on the. I like I. Not been no articulating. Okay. No. Yeah. No problem. No, you yeah. guys. There's a is. There is a, a crop that you guys are known for. Like there's something that you guys like. Is it bananas? 
Is it um, papaya? What is it that you guys, that your country is known for? Uh, mangos, uh, papaya. Okay. Coconut. There's, um, there's going to be a boom harvest okay. of something that's related to your country that okay. everybody is going to be in abundance. It could be one to where everybody wants to go there for holiday, vacation. Uh-huh. But some, when you start to see, it could even be the spring, that there's going to be a unique flower or a unique thing that's happening that has to do with um, things that grow. And that it could be known about, and this is crazy, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway, it could be something that could be in um, world news. There's something that's going to take place, and okay. it's going to cause a bunch of interest, call a bunch of interest into that area. Okay. And there's going to be money flowing everywhere. Okay. So I say you don't have anything to worry about. Um, you're going to really have a chance to get your life rebooted, reset, and to feel like you're, you know, um, just got a breath of fresh air and everything's working great. Now, how's the car running? Not well. <laughs> Not well. There is talk about that to where you could find it getting just a little worse. So okay. don't. Yeah, like call a cab if you have to go and do something that is critical that you arrive on time. But there's definitely talk about your your car going to be falling into a situation to where um, it might need some major repair or something. But it will be at that time that a lot of your troubles will sort of like be dealt with at the same time the mechanic is working with your automobile. So that can be a clue for the things that you can expect to see when the car trouble happens, you can also know that your car is going to get repaired and so will your situation. Oh, okay. So once the car breaks down, uh, it, things should start changing. Yes. Don't break it No. No, no. No, but as a matter of fact, my husband told me, he says, the car's starting to act up, and he just went out of town, and he said, you know, just use it, you know, for what you need to do, and and that's it. Now, why did you ask about my grandchildren? That's interesting for the simple reason that my dream, and so is my husband's, our dream is to move to Playa del Carmen, which is on the Riviera Mayan, uh, 45 minutes away from Cancun, where the grandchildren are at. We we just feel that there could be possibilities over there. So when you ask that... It, I feel that's solid. You're going to have surprises with that. You could even see a surprise visit from them, even. Okay. Okay. Well, we're supposed to go... Uh, to see them in two weeks because my daughter and son-in-law are going on vacation and they asked us to come and take care of the kids. So, you know, that's why, you know. I see that as the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, it just, it, it, you know, we feel that we're almost there. We we really feel it, but, but and then, you know, all of a sudden it's just like, there's money owed to us, and and everybody's playing dumb, and 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 we're trying to be coy and and understanding, but you know, I mean, we've got to eat and pay our bills. And it was now, like today. Who, who is Donna Maria? Who's Donna Maria? Or where is Donna Don, Maria? Don Maria. Donna Maria. Donna it's almost Maria. like it sounds like it's a church or something. Doña Maria. Doña, maybe Doña Maria. That's probably what uh, my grandmother's name was. Maria Rita, my daughter's name, one of my daughters, but she lives in in the States. Uh, Her name is Marie. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Is she in the law profession? What does she do with the law? Um, no, this daughter, she's a pharmaceutical rep. Okay. There's something that's connected with a lawyer and Donna Maria. Uh, well, or some... okay, well, um, my brother-in-law is an attorney. My father-in-law was an attorney. My my husband's family is attorney. My husband's a chemical engineer but has been out of work for years. Could that be? It no. There, there's a like you. It could be that there is a there is a, a lady lawyer that could okay. be from like the the church or the, the 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 mission for Donna Maria or something like that. That's strong um, okay. things that are being pressed to me or pushed to me, um, and I get that it's like a lady who is. Like a like a grandmother or a mother kind of a figure that's in spirit that's that's pushing this information to me to tell to you. So, are you Catholic? Do you pray? Um, oh yeah. The rosary. Yeah. Um, no, I I I we're Catholic, um, but uh, we're on a spiritual path right now. And, but we go to mass every Sunday and everything. Um, but um, I just had a sister-in-law that passed a month ago. But her name, uh, we called her Azulita Blue because she okay. had blue eyes. Yeah. I don't know if it's her. Yep, no, that's, that's not a sit for it. And what's really crazy is that I was being shown that at mass that the the like do you take communion? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, I do. Okay. What's been told to me is that one of the communion cups is going uh-huh. to um fall over or get knocked over over or something. And that is a message that abundance is going to start flowing at that time. Okay. So okay. go to church every chance that you get, but don't be too overzealous. Right. Or it could be no, even well, that you're 
You're watching it on the television, even. Okay. Okay. We go to Mass every Sunday. I was thinking of, I don't know what, what the name of the of, of the church is in, uh, in Playa, where my grandkids are at. Every, you know, every time I see them, I take them to Mass, and they're like, What's going, you know, is this a show or, or what? And I was planning, my husband and I said, well, we're going to take them to Mass when we get there. So maybe that, you know, I don't know what the name of okay. the church is there. Go with that. Go with that. Oh. Okay. Just go with okay. the clues that I've given you. They're sort of okay. pulling back right now as well. But the strong message was I was being shown a priest where he's got his stole on. And somehow it falls over, or the 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 you know the the chalice uh-huh. fall turns over, tips over, that kind of thing. And that's okay. when abundance is going to start flowing. Everybody else might see it as like a bad omen or something, but no, it's oh. an opportunity for positive change. Okay, 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 perfect. Okay. Um, do, do you do you see us moving? Not at this time. Okay. Okay. But watch for watch for the unique um, plant event. Okay. Something's okay. going to happen there. Like it could okay. be like the seventeen-year crocus instead of locust or something. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some kind of unique. Um. Far, or like um like you know like um farm kind of culture kind of thing I don't know there's something that's gonna come out of there and that it okay. could be and will be world news I don't normally get that kind of information but just you know when I get it I share it okay well thank you so much for sharing that with me do you see You're us welcome. winning the lottery as you were telling yeah. Anna. <laughs> Oh, um, not straight away, no. Okay, okay, okay. Because if you were to win the lottery, then you would stop being pressed to make things happen in your life. You'd stop living the way you're living. Okay, okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, and I will look for the, I'll look for those signs. Okay, and it was Zeta or Zara? Zandra. No, it's Sandra. It's it's like Sandra, but with a Z. Right, Sandra. That's it. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm looking. I'm I'm right now at, at I'm looking at your page, and I'm on the Mexico page that you've got. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. Well, thank you. God bless you, and okay. I'll let I'll let you help others. Okay, Sandra. Take care. Take care. I'll mm, write. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you, Michael. Okay. You're welcome, Zandra. Let me continue listening, please. You sure can, dear. Have a blessed night. You too. God bless. Area code seven two seven. You're on the air. Hi, Michael. Hi, dear. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, do you, oh. what do you see that's coming in my life? Um, I see. Uh, spiritual opportunities straight away. One where you may find yourself having to defend how you feel about how life or how you live your life. 
Oh. Like there, there will be people who might feel that the way you, what you're doing might be a little crazy or different or unique, and they don't understand why you're being this way, mm-hmm. and that you just have to be the go-getter um, and go with what you got and make things to happen. You're going to find yourself in a situation or a position to where you might be a little hesitant about making the steps that you want to take, but you will turn out to be one to where you'll be very happy and content and could find yourself taking tea somewhere like in a garden or, um, you know, like with friends or something. Mm-hmm. And that there is, yes, friends. Mm-hmm. And also that there is something, let's see, how are you at driving? Uh, okay. When was the last time you got a speeding ticket? Oh, God, long time, years ago. Okay. You see me getting a ticket? Well, it looks like that they may have changed the, um, like, the the speed limit in some part of the town that you are, that you'll be driving through. Oh. And it will be close to the airport or close to a airport. Well, my cousin is coming down, and he's going to be driving. Okay, and that's okay, too. If he gets a ticket and you're with him, then it's the same experience. Oh, okay, because he's going to be driving down. He's going to be driving to my place. Okay. Now, the thing is, is where you get the ticket, Mm -hmm. once you're finished with the officer, get out and look around. It will probably be in, like, a shopping center or some kind of interesting part of town or something that you might find opportunities or something that you've been looking for and haven't been able to find. Mm. Mm. When we get stopped like that, when we have flat tires, when we have car trouble, when we get pulled over by the police, Mm -hmm. that's really the universe, and even getting lost when we're driving. Is that the universe trying to introduce new things into our lives that are in the community that we move around in? Yeah, he's going to um, come from the airport over to my house, and then we're going to St. Petersburg to see our other cousin, which he will be driving. Uh, Okay, don't be in a hurry. Like, like let's say if you... If you get pulled over by the police, that once you're done with the policeman, that you're supposed to get out and look around, go into the shops, the stores. If there's like a residence or something, get out and walk along the sidewalk for a minute. They might think you're a little kooky or something, but you will be glad you did. Oh, what will what will I find? You will recognize it. I can't tell you what you'll find, but it will be something that will be significant. Oh, okay. Because he will be driving. Is he a good driver? It might be that he's an excellent driver, but it's just the situation has changed to where the universe wants you to stop at that place at that time. Oh, okay. Now, do you see me in a relationship soon? I would say not, let's see, mm, 
Or am I all done with relationships? Oh, no. No, you're not done till you know, it's like you're pushing up daisies, basically. But there's definitely um, something that there is talk about a relationship that could potentially develop into, like, a marriage, even. Oh. That you would be... Jo- that you would be joining a family that um, has at least a hundred people in it. Oh, and that would be, and I that would be in a relationship with a man with a hundred people. Yes. And when will this come? Well, I read for ninety seconds from now to like ninety days out. It could be by your birthday even. Not that oh. you'll be married by then, but you would start the relationship by okay. then. That would be back in July. Okay. That'll be by my birthday. Will he yeah. come to me? It will be one where you happen upon him or he happens upon you just as a chance meeting. Oh, okay. Do I know this person? I think you bank at the same bank. Bank at the same bank. Hmm. Yeah. So that's the one here that's in across, my area. The one that's across from the coffee shop. Yeah, I think there is a coffee shop across from the bank. <clears throat> hmm. So that would be here in my area. Yes. Can you give me the name or initial? And there's a connection with the word palm, P-A-L-M. It might be that his name is Paul, but I think more that it has something to do with palms. With Paul? Palm. It might be Paul, but it's like palm, P-A-L-M, like the, the palm tree. Palm. Oh, yeah. might be his cousin, last name. My cousin is coming to visit me, P-A-U-L. That's a completely different person. Hmm. Might be a connection with it. I might meet this friend with my cousin Paul. Likely, yes. Oh, and and, and that'll lead into a, a relationship? Yes, and that he is the one that will be driving? Yeah, my cousin Paul is the one that's going to be driving. He's renting a car. It would be funny that it would be funny if you got pulled over by the police in front of your bank, in front of the coffee shop, and that's where it all began. That would be really funny if that did happen that way. Hmm. And I would be driving, or him. You would be pulled over, whether it's him or you. Watch oh, for that opportunity. Okay. And I'll get a ticket. I don't know that a ticket would be had, but it's the police event that's significant that stops you at that place. Oh, I see. Hmm. Okay. And that could be any time. It could be tomorrow. It could be tomorrow. Or even later on tonight, even, if you're out traipsing around. No, not tonight. Getting ready for bed. Okay. But tomorrow, I guess it could happen. It could. 
Mm. And then I'll meet somebody through that. Yes. And and go into a relationship. Well, that has the potential. Free will has power over everything. Yeah. You can just say, I'm done, and nothing would ever happen again. Yeah. You have to just remember that I want to be more comfortable than what I am right now. Just keep saying that when you catch yourself stressed out. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. But you do see me in a relationship by my birthday. It will begin or it will be in full motion by that time. By that time. You think that will lead to a marriage or? There is talk about that. It's up to you whether it happens or not. Oh, I see. Hmm. Okay. Okay, Dara, I need to go ahead and grab a couple more calls before we run out of time. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Dara. Have a great night. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Eric code 954, you're on the air. Hi, Michael. It's Ecoat. How are you? Good. How are you, dear? What's your one question for Kevin? Oh, yeah, one question. Great. Um, <laughs> I know, right? I've been listening this whole time. like, come on, come on, come on. I have questions. Hurry up. Right, right. <laughs> um, I want to know, like, um, it kind of revolves around two questions, sort of. Um, this, this morning a gentleman called me very early this morning, right after I got out of bed. I want to know if I'll be doing any work with him and also, like, the next question would be when do you think my first seminar would be for my business? In a month. In a month? So yes. it is March. Wow. Dreams becoming a reality. Yeah, and I keep thinking, people keep asking me, and I keep saying March. And I said, yeah. I don't think it's realistic, but I keep saying March. I have that feeling in my head. I just don't know when in March. Mm. Yep. By the next full moon, or the whenever that is. Next full moon, you said? Yes. Mm. Or 30 days. Whichever, whichever comes first. Do I have time for another question? Sure. Okay. Um, I want to know if you see, like, me getting a car. Uh, yes. When? Yep. Uh, when? Because mm-hmm. I'm on my my car is sort of on the last life. Um, Easter. Okay. Cool. Go get Felix. Been waiting. Okay. Do have a great night. All right. Thanks. Bye. I have time for one more quick one here. Okay. Hi, Felix. You're on the air. Hi, Michael. Hi. Hi. How can we help Kevin. you? Uh, lost relationship. Just basic question. What do your spirit uh, tells you? That um, you're going to really get rid of a lot of things that have been troubling you lately. Um, there's a, a message about you taking a flight to uh, go visit somebody or someone taking a flight to come visit you. Um, um, there's also things that are talking about um, your garden or the things that you do where you work with plants and that they will have some way of uh, bringing you um, additional uh, funding opportunities, financial opportunities. So it could be one where you're a grower or it's one that you cook them. 
I mean, with how you work with plants. Hmm. Interesting. Flowers, vegetables, that kind of thing. Okay. Do you see anything on what the job those? section? Say that again. Do you see anything on the job section? Do you see uh, sometime soon a job opportunity? There is something that's connected with growing, growing things, um, producing things that are grown, working with things that are grown, and that will be financial opportunities that are connected to that for you. Like I read for like 90 seconds from now to like 90 days out. Oh, okay. All right, that was uh, that was all, Michael, Kevin. Thank you. Thank You're very, very welcome much for accepting my call. You're welcome. Have a great night, Felix. Same. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for being with us. Yep. You're welcome. And hopefully pleasure. we can uh, do this again. For sure. I'd love to come on again. Okay. I'll definitely be uh, emailing you. And uh, your website again is? www dot temple of Gaia G A I A dot com or you can just Google psychic medium Kevin Baird and find me that way too. Cool. Well I look forward to talking to you again real soon. All right guys, take care. Thank you, Kevin. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Have a blessed okay. evening. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. You're now listening to us um, in our archives at this point here. We've gone over, uh, which is fine. Um, don't forget, uh, if you're listening on archives, it means you get to go ahead. And if you're listening in the queue right now, stay there for a moment to let you know. Um, the 13th, Scott Grossberg, Thinking Magically. The 14th, Test of Destiny. And the 15th, Zenobia Simmons from America's Psychic Challenge. Uh, 17th, Matt Frazier, and uh, live on the 18th from Lilydale is Reverend um, M.K. Rowland. So tune in on Sunday evening, and let me know you were in queue. Say, I waited, I waited, I waited, and I'll get you in right away. Just private message me in the chat room. And um, I've got your numbers written down here, too, so uh, no one can cheat. So anyways, until next time, everyone, be good and know that you are loved because I love you, and so does God. Have a great night, everyone.